Episode two, BTB Sports Advisors. We're back uh, Saturday morning here. Uh, we're airing it live. We're going to drop it a little after uh, in the afternoon today. Uh, we're excited. You know, we love this. Uh, today, we're going to go over our Monday Night Football game, uh, Rams versus Bears. Uh, Tuesday, World Series game six. Uh, Thursday Night Football, uh, Falcons and the Panthers. A uh, little over uh, last night's Friday Night Football uh, college games. And then today, Saturday picks, get into our Sunday picks and our mortal locks at the end. Uh, is there anything to say? Boys, I really just hope you uh, you really enjoyed the first uh, pilot episode we released. And uh, we're really looking forward to releasing a lot more. Molf, what do you got? Yeah, we had a great first week. So I'm excited for the second week. Uh, looks like the fans love it. So we're just giving them what they love to see. So let's get into it. All right, let's get into Let's talk about uh, our Sunday picks from the NFL and how that went for all of us. Um, yeah, I mean, just to over some of the games, my mortal lock was the Packers, the Chiefsheads. And, I mean, I feel like it was too easy. Like, it was way too easy. You know, they absolutely ran away with it against the Texans. The Texans are not good. Like, they're just flat out not good. I think that was an easy mortal lock. So now I'm more know in the year. Um, what were some of the picks you guys had? Did you have one or two? You I had one. I had one. Yeah, Rob only took one. Yeah, yeah, I had two. Uh, I had Pats. I, I said there's no way Belichick loses three in a row. And he did just that. He got mauled. Cam Newton, I think he's dead. I don't know what's going on. I think Kobe killed him. They got killed. And then I evened out with the uh, the Chiefs. You can't go wrong with the Super Bowl champs, you know. Can't go wrong with those Chiefs. Um, my Morlocks did not pan out too well. We had Browns minus three and a half, and Cody Parkey missed that Fucking extra point to end the game. Like, what, 17 seconds left? That guy got to go to jail. Hate him. That was horrendous. And uh, the other mortal lock was the Bills, who couldn't score a touchdown against the Jets. I mean, I went over to one more locks. Need to make up for it this week. Stay tuned to the end of it because I need to freaking make up for that. That was embarrassing because the Bills kicker had six field goals to oh, beat yeah. the Jets. Like, that's terrible. That was my Sunday. I ended up... Lucking out. I mean, I told everyone take those Detroit Lions money line versus the Falcons. What is crazy Ty, game? What is Todd Gurley doing? I told you, I said the Falcons will lose on accident. Something's going on with Todd Gurley because he did the same thing last year. I think yep. someone's in his ear. The bookmakers are in his ear, telling him to do this, do that. that yeah, was I mean, it was literally a repeat of the Penn State game. Oh, it was it was a repeat. Oh, that's just a game. day later. It doesn't make and any sense. They should have just watched the game. And they would know. If they watched the Penn State game, they would have known. I mean, do you think he went down? Like, what, did, what was that? Did he do it? Like, I mean, they, they had him mic'd up, and they said, do not score. Yeah. They literally said, Get the do, first do down not and score. go down. Next thing you know, yeah. I mean, it was Penn State over. He fell on his face. I mean, the half of the side of the ball went in the end zone. He, didn't, he literally did not mean to try to score. I mean, that's just, that was just the Falcons' luck this year, and it's just embarrassing. For them right now. That, that game was nuts. Uh, Steelers-Titans game was everything we thought it would be. Oh, yeah. Big missing a late field goal to tie. Did anyone else have Steelers money line besides me? No, I had a tight end. I had, oh, I had Steelers. I just didn't put it in, but I put it in my pick em. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, um, game six of the World Series on Tuesday night was an interesting one. Let's get into that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Rob, you want to talk about that for a sec? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people at the Rays were going to win. Just because World Series, Game 7 would have been Bueller, Morton rematch. 
I mean, they were a one nothing early. Rosa Reina stayed hot, 10th home run of the postseason in the first inning. And they just couldn't do anything after that. One run the whole game. Yeah. The Dodgers, I think the Dodgers are one of the best teams of all time from their pitching staff to their lineup. Like they're just indestructible, I think. And they, I scored, agree, yeah. they scored late, 3 1. And uh, Julio uh, Urias, that's a stud. Dog. An absolute dog. He does not give up hits, nor runs, anything. He's just a beast. I mean, Rob, I know you were upset. Everybody, pretty much everybody in that oh. baseball was upset that Blake Snell, 75 pitches, I think, oh something around there. Yeah, he had like 72, oh. 75. Don't get me started about that. Guy had what? Nine Give me thoughts eight. on that. Give me thoughts on that. I mean, I did tell everyone that night. That was like my, my favorite pick of the day was just over Snell strikeouts. That guy hit it in like the third inning at five and a half. He ended up with like nine through like, what, four and a third five, or something? Five and, five and a third. third. Yeah. Five and, and they third. take him out after what, a walk? Or a hit? Yeah, I mean, he, he did up two hits and a run. Nine Ks and five and a third in the World Series game six back against the wall. And the manager pulls him with 75 pitches? I'm knocking my fucking manager out in the World Series. Oh, if he yeah. takes me out, I'm throwing a gem. Yeah. A gem. Yeah. Their bullpen is fantastic. But fantastic. You, the you, issue yeah. is that too many major league teams are all into, like, analytics now. So they're all like, oh, the third time through the lineup. Uh, he's not going to get it done. I mean, granted, Blake Snell, I saw a stat for Blake Snell. His ERA in the first three innings is like a 1.8, and the fourth inning after it's like an 8.2. Yeah. So, so like, I mean, you got to go with the analytics there, but when a guy's rolling in game six of the World Series, like, I don't think you take him out. And you know what else? Yeah, he was going to see the lineup third time around, but the first three batters were 0 for 6 with like 5 or 6 Ks. Right. They were not hitting. He was really doing it. So. And uh, yeah, not many games going on. I don't think really anything was going on Wednesday, but then uh, we had real quick. We can go back to Monday night. We didn't cover that game. Oh, the Monday night game, the Seahawks Cardinals. Yep, uh, Rams Bears, the Monday night game. Um, oh, so so Monday night was Bears Rams, right? Sunday night was a good game, too. Yes, Cardinal Seahawks. What a game that was! That was insane. Uh, who you guys had Seahawks? Yeah, yep, did have the Hawks. Yeah, I actually had I had Cardinals. Didn't put it in, but it was my pick. Em. I had that, that sprinkled in the Cardinals money line. Sprinkled in. I told the, I told the guys at home take them. That's why I said I was scared. I said every time you sprinkle something, it just hits. Listen, listen to me. When I say sprinkle, you sprinkle. <laughs> that was a great game. Uh, Russell Wilson came up short. Uh, any thoughts on that game? Uh, I there was nothing more annoying than that that penalty getting called in overtime. DK Metcalf down the sideline. For the touchdown, and an OT gets called back. Next thing you know, Cardinals get the ball back, yeah. kick that field goal, game winner. That's just like a serious letdown. I would have covered the spread at what three and a half, I think it was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that play getting called back honestly was was the ending point of the game. That's when the Cardinals did they had they had it. Yeah, oh, they they chase down. Uh, what was it? Second quarter, it was somewhere in the middle of the game. He just chased down. Uh, the yeah, DK. He was four. I mean, that was wild. He's a freak. The guy's a freak. He's a freak. I mean, was he 6'4", oh, 230? I mean, he built like a freaking brick. Like, he's huge. But, I agree. I mean, that Monday night game, to get into the next the next day, I think everybody was hammering the Bears plus six. Deej even said it. The Bears are the worst 5-1 team ever. They, are the, they were the ugliest, just shittiest-looking 5-1 football team I've ever seen. They don't even know who's quarterback. Do you remember what was it last year or two years ago? They were five and one, and they missed the playoffs. Yeah, it just goes to show how how they how they were raised. I mean, it's just pathetic. 
mean, yeah. yeah, there's there's not a good football team. Their offense, I mean, their defense is good. It was a, definitely the a defense defensive battle. Elite. I mean, oh, yes. Dev, Dev hammered the under, right? Hammered the under, hammered the Rams. Yeah. Um, Rams have a great D, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald, how's it going? How you doing? Um, so that, that worked out. I had both both quarterbacks throwing a pick. Um, Jared Nick Goff had a good game. Too. He didn't throw a pick, but Foles had two. So that was good. I went three for four on that. Yeah. It was a good game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went two for three. I had, also had the Rams. Cooper Cup over four and a half catches. He's a dog. I mean, he just Goff safety blanket. All he does is find him in the slot. Yep. Um, also had under Goff one and a half touchdown passes, which didn't hit, but not, not too upset with the little, uh, Monday night game how it went. No, the, the early in the week, yo, we, we were hot. Football's been, we're, we've been killing it in football. And then Thursday night hit for me. And then uh, I was the only one of the guys that took uh, those Panthers. And uh, the offense just couldn't get it rolling against an ugly, terrible Atlanta defense that ended up getting to Teddy Bridgewater a lot in that game. There was a lot of QB pressure going on in that game to really affect how he throws the ball on his, like, short routes. They were playing press coverage. Uh, just messing up the timing of Teddy. And uh, I think you two had Atlanta. Yeah, we made that both of the same exact picks. Every single pick we have was the same. We had uh, Falcons money line. I actually loved the over, which unfortunately did not hit. Over yeah. 13 team points for the Falcons in the first half. That and is. I think the baddest beat was Calvin Ridley over five and a half catches. You know, it's, it's kind of unfair because you look at this team and you look at Julio Jones and you look at Calvin Ridley and you're like, who should I throw money on? Who should it be? And it was kind of like any, meeny, miny, mo. I yeah. took Ridley. You took Ridley. And he ended up getting hurt, taken out of the game. Yeah, come three, back. Yeah, three catches at halftime. I mean, you think the guy's having three more in the second half. Unfortunately, ankle injuries after the game. I, I sent him a DM. I said, listen, get <laughs> I get, love that. Get back out of that locker room. Get back out there. Let's go. I need you. And, he, I mean, he didn't answer, so. <laughs> I, I think he was a little worried about his ankle. But yeah. I'm sure I'm sure he'll get back to you this weekend. You know, he'd be like, dude, I'm out, I'm out there this week. I got you this week. Promise. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. He's a good but, dude. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. <laughs> that was a decent Thursday night game. It's oh, yeah. nothing on Wednesday. So we were just only looking forward to that Thursday night game. Yeah. I mean, I just thought the Falcons were too good, I think, to be uh one and seven. Yeah, the offense, too many stars on that team. Matty Ice still still with the little ball. He's not he's not done yet. I mean, he's the most average quarterback I've ever seen. He's literally a walking average human being. Everything he does is average. He's blessed with some really talented receivers. He's yeah. blessed. I want to know how he would do on a team like, like Jacksonville or something like that. Tampa, maybe. Or like oh, how he would do on like a team, a team without receivers. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, hey, he ran the ball well. Yo, this guy got every third down conversion. I, I swear to God. Maddie fucking ice and tucked it and ran. I see like three times. He scored a touchdown. I wanted to put him in. For everyone, for to score a rushing touchdown at any time during the game because it was like plus three thousand. This guy doesn't rush touchdowns. He's got ten in his whole career. He's been in the league like twelve years. Little did you know, he got one. Yeah. And next thing you know, I should have told sprinkle it in. I, mean, I should wear those stats. Goddamn sprinkle. sprinkle it in like rainbow sprinkles. Uh, Friday night. I mean, it wasn't wasn't particularly like a big night for us. You know, there's three college football games. Uh, first one we had Minnesota and Maryland. Just shit everywhere. I mean, literally, it was just three shitty games, you know. Figured we give out our picks, but Minnesota, I mean, they looked awful at first. Mm-hmm. Maryland, uh, Talia Tagovailoa, to his brother, he's a beast. I mean, I didn't know he was that good, but he ran the table. Minnesota came back. Muhammad Ibrahim from Minnesota had four touchdowns in the first half. 
That guy's yeah, a, that guy's a stud. The next Derrick Henry, one hundred seventy yards. I mean, come yeah. on. I think he's the next Derrick Henry. But I thought Minnesota was going to run away that game after they came back, and then Minnesota, Maryland came back overtime. Minnesota scored to tie it, and they missed extra point to lose. That was just a heartbreaker. Yeah, I can't harp on this enough. With college football, the kickers suck. So, they're so they're bad. So bad. They're so fucking bad. I mean, it's just I, I can't take it. Like, bro, just make a kick, please. Just make a kick, because you ruin games. You really do. You ruin games like that. You kick an extra point from the two yard line. You're a D one kicker. You should not be missing an extra point. It's crazy how bad they are. I don't know how any of them ever get drafted. So, it, those games are shit. I mean, Deej, shit. Right, dog, it was all over. All dog shit. shit. Yeah, it was the Tulsa played like dog shit, not like they did last week. Yeah, and uh, they really ended up letting I think everyone down. That Hawaii Wyoming game, um, I think it made a lot of sense. That's why I picked Wyoming. You know, Hawaii's a hot weather team. Next thing you know, they're going out to Wyoming in what like under forty degree weather. They're, they're not. They're not used to this. Yeah. So I just played the cold weather team in the cold weather game at home. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. Should be a no-brainer, and it was. Yeah. Dev actually scared me, though. I took Wyoming, and he goes, yeah, two years ago, Hawaii beat Wyoming in the snow. In the snow in Wyoming. I said, listen, oh, I'm going to okay. be the guy that, that, that takes the opposite of what everybody's thinking. But Usually that's me. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, was, I was a moron, and it proved. Terrible day. <laughs> Terrible. Sorry, Eric. You know, that was just like a regular average Friday, Friday game. So, you know, three college football teams, nobody huge. But today, you know, we got Saturday. And we got a lot of picks. Yep. A lot of picks. A lot of picks. Um, yeah, yeah. Rob, who, who do you got today? College football. Um, well, right now, uh, I'm watching the Michigan game. Uh, my first pick of the day was Michigan. They actually just scored a touchdown to make it 17-17, which is looking pretty good. Um, but I have Michigan minus 19 and a half. I bought two points on that from 21 and a half. Uh, my second game, big, big, big Tario guy. I mean – Look at that line, minus seven against Virginia, who not that good of a team. Sketchy. Very sketchy to me, but I'm running with my Tar Heels. Guys are dogs. Sam Howell, sophomore, he's a beast. Uh, UNC seven and two against the spread in their last nine games. Six and two against the spread in their last eight overall. And UNC is four and one against the spread in the last five games against Virginia. So, I mean, you have to take the Tar Heels here. You have to. Um, yeah, I like that a lot. I actually took them too. Yeah, yeah I, I also agree with that UNC game. I mean, they're coming off a huge win against the rival in NC State. They just dominated in the whole game. Virginia, on the opposite side, they, they're the opposite of their basketball team. Oh. They can score offensively, but they suck at defense. Like, But their basketball team can hold you to 40 points oh, in yeah. a basketball game. They'll win 25 to 10 in a, in a basketball game. Oh, yeah. yeah. But they'll, they'll lose 45 to 13 today yeah. versus UNC. UNC minus seven is definitely the play. Yep. And uh, what other what other games you got, Dev? Uh, Rob, did you say all your games, or do you, you have one more? Uh, not yet. Um, yeah. I have I have three more. Um, yeah, three more. Yeah, go ahead, and then I'll give you mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the Fighting Irish today, coming off a huge win against Pitt. Huge okay. win. Uh, yeah, Georgia, really. Georgia Tech is just not a good football team. Like they're just not good. I mean, even though BC is beating Clemson right now, currently last time I checked, mm-hmm. um, they lost to BC 48-27 last time. Um, and Notre Dame, Notre Dame's offense, I think, is just better than BC. So I think they run away with this one. And they dropped the spot after winning 45 to 3 last week at the Ohio State with number three and the Friday night with number four. Mm-hmm. So I think today's a prove a game. Uh, they're giving up 9.8 points a game, which is crazy. 
and Tech came up 41.2. So I, I think this game's not even close. Minus 20, Notre Dame to play. Um, my fourth game, I have Florida. They haven't played in three weeks. COVID reasons, a lot of guys, they have a huge COVID breakout, um, which people might say, oh, Florida, they haven't played in three weeks. They're going to be rusty. You know, I think I look at it differently. I think this gave them three weeks to study film for one team. So I, I think they come out hot. Kyle Trask uh, in the discussion for the Heisman and Kyle Pitts, their tight end. I mean, it's just a that dynamic duo that they can't stop. And I think that Missouri has trouble covering Pitts. I think he's a huge game. He's probably be the number one tight end draft in the NFL draft this year. Um, so I take Florida minus 13. Um, my fourth game, I went a little, little different out here. I took Duke. And trust me, Duke is not like a football team by any means. Uh, but I think Charlotte is even worse. Uh, Duke's one and five. Um, but they actually played NC State very well. And they had a hard schedule this year. They played Notre Dame, BC, and Virginia Tech. And they lost they uh, Notre Dame by 14. Um, so I think Duke is just a better team here. I'm taking that minus 10. And then my last game, um, actually, that was all five. That's all five? That was all five. What do you got, Dev? Uh, well, so I got North Carolina as well, Rob. It seems yep. like they're just always covering for us. Always. They're always going over for us. It's just, a, it's just a great team to just rely on. The minus seven really just looks at me in the face and says, you have to. You have to. You just take have me. To. Take me. Take, yeah, take me. And usually when they when you see that, you go the other way. This yeah. is not the case. Don't think too hard. Just take UNC. Just take yeah. Um, Second, I got Texas, Oklahoma State, a little Big 12 uh, matchup. I got the over. I'm going to take the over. Okay. I think it's going to be points, 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 points. You're going like to points. Just points everywhere. Okay. I'm going to take that over. Okay. Uh, I got two games going on right now. These are my last two picks. They're actually both in the third quarter. And it's the over – for the Cincy game, since he's at home playing Memphis. Uh, and I got the over for West Virginia, Kansas State. A little Big 12 matchup again. Yeah. Uh, you only need four more points for that one. That's at 27-10 right now. I mean, yeah, both look look decently good. Uh, need a little more points in that Cincy game. But just four picks for me. College football, listen, it's tough. Oh. I, think it's, I think it is the hardest uh, sport to try and bet on. So, yeah, I, I try agree. to keep it small. I agree. Deidre over here is the – NTA comfortable expert. So let's see what he's got. All right, I'm I'm not no expert, but I just love you know I love college football more than that's my favorite sport, honestly. And uh, there's I got a lot of a lot of picks that I would want you guys to take for the day, and uh, my personal favorite plays really ended up just being a lot of the standout games. So Georgia minus 17 versus Kentucky really stood out to me. Uh, Kentucky's knocking on offense. They're facing a top five defense in Georgia. Um, I think that game was going under the whole way. It's an SEC game going up against one of each other. And I just thought, since it goes under, take Georgia minus 17 at the same time. On the other hand, I really like that Notre Dame game, just like you guys did versus Georgia Tech. They love killing teams like this, like they did versus Pitt last week, 45-3. A few weeks ago, they beat USF, another shit team, 52-0. Georgia Tech lost by almost 70 to Clemson, like 73-3, to, to three, something like that. They've lost by 20 in all three of their losses this year for Georgia Tech. So if they're going to lose like they should, they're going to lose again by 20 or more. That's why this line is set at 20. And I think Notre Dame is a lot better than some of these teams that they've lost to already. So I think that Notre Dame game could be the lock of the day for Saturday. Um, another game I did have, doesn't look good right now, 
uh, that payout for Kansas State money line versus West Virginia was just a little too juicy not to take not to take it. I hate West Virginia more than uh, anything in this world. So that's what I was going to say. Hey, let's go Kansas State. They don't have their quarterback Skylar Thompson today, but uh, going into the fourth quarter games that are decided by one possession or less, West Virginia is one and two. So I was thinking if Kansas State can keep this game close going into the fourth, they'll find a way to come out because Kansas State's six and zero against the spread versus Big Twelve opponents in their last six games. And uh, those were all my picks. Another game I, I really liked was that uh, Purdue-Illinois game. Uh, Brandon Peters for Illinois. I uh, took them last week. That guy's out because I said he stinks, so he's not playing. Not just because of COVID, because he didn't know he stinks. That's his excuse is COVID. But this guy just sucks. So Purdue, I think the points were 10. I think they're up 14 right now. And I think they end this game winning by 20. Uh, those are my Saturday plays. And I'm really excited, actually, for this Sunday NFL spread, too. All right, yeah, so talk, uh, I'm sorry. I want to talk about one more thing here. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw Trevor Lawrence. He's out for two games. COVID. Two. COVID. COVID, he's yeah. Out for the next two. He's the next. Yeah, oh, he's going to be the next right Sam now. Darnold. Oh, yeah. What if Trevor Lawrence is the next Sam Darnold when he gets sick and he just sits out six weeks? I mean, listen, losing to BC and then they play at Notre Dame next week. So that he's going to sit out that Notre Dame. On the ranking. And I mean, people are talking about him um, staying at Clemson next year. I don't know. I don't think there's any way. Dabo Sweeney said it. He said, I'd be absolutely shocked if Trevor Lawrence comes back and plays here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, me too. Me too. He's going to be the number one pick. I mean, you don't pass up on millions of dollars to play college football at Clemson, especially when you could be injury prone. Like, you never know. You take an opportunity every day of the week, twice on Sunday. So, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to the NFL. Uh, right after this, we will get into our. Uh, Sunday NFL games uh, with our moral locks at the end. So we'll be right back. Right. Welcome back, guys. Uh, we're going to get into our Sunday NFL pick'em uh, along with our moral locks coming at the end. So stay tuned for that. You don't want to miss that. Um, first game on the slate, we have Steelers at Ravens. Uh, the Ravens are given four against the Steelers. Over-under is 46 and a half. So, uh, Deej, uh, what do you have for uh, that game? All right, so Steelers-Ravens, we got an AFC North matchup. This game's going to be really nail-to-nail going to the fourth quarter. Ravens were all coming off a bye week. Um, I like Steelers' money line at plus 175 for an undefeated team. Um, I think that's the best play here, in my opinion, because that payout, obviously you're getting 1.7 times whatever you guys are putting in. So I think that's really worth it with the best run defense in the league going up against the number one run offense in the league. I think just like last week against the Titans, Steelers find a way not to stop the run game, but to slow it down enough that their offense uh, gets the ball going. They get they get the ball back. They score. And uh, I see Steelers banging this one out going, what, 7-0 to start the year? I like that. Uh, uh, Dev, what do you got for this one? Um, I like it. But I have to dis- disagree on this one. I'm going to take Steelers with the points. I'm going to take them with the points. I have four and a half here, but if it's four, it's fine. I'll still take it. I think they lose by two or three to a, to a good Ravens team, which I do think is a little overrated. But when you look at the schedule for the Steelers, they play the Ravens twice. You got to expect them to lose at least one of these games, right? Yeah. This has got to be the one. They could win. Sure, they could win outright. But I think they lose by two or three. I think everybody's on the Steelers here. I mean, you have an undefeated team that's an underdog. Almost the whole world's going to take you. Yeah. But uh, don't think too much of it. I don't think the Ravens really blow them out. So I'm going to take the Steelers with the points. Uh, Steelers are eight and two against the spread as away dogs. 
Uh, and, you know, all good things, they must come to an end, boys. Yeah. I mean, I'm uh, I'm agreeing with Dev on this one. Um, I think the Ravens somehow pull it out, but I think an undefeated team, the highest in the NFL, with getting four points is just too too juicy not to take. Uh, Steelers are 27 and 2 against the spread of underdogs in the last 29. 4 and 0 against the spread in the last four. And the Ravens are 5 and 12 against the spread in the last 17 games as home favorites. So I'm taking the points with the best team, the hottest team in the NFL right now. Um, not too much to think about. I mean, it's going to be a tough one, but taking the Steelers. Uh, next game on Sunday, we have Colts at Lions. I got Colts minus two and a half. Uh, over under is 50 and a half. Uh, so, Dev, what do you got for that one? Man, this is, you know, this is a tough game. Another tough game. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Colts here. I'm gonna take the Colts minus two and a half. Or would you say three? Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Right. So I got two and a half. Two. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Colts minus two and a half. They're coming off a bye. Um, they're third in rushing and pass yards on defense. Very underestimated defense. Colts have a great D. You know, Phil Rivers, very average QB, maybe under average QB. I think they get it done here. Um, I don't think Stafford really – he just slings the rock, you know. And against his defense, he could run into trouble. So, I'm going to take the Colts here. Yeah. Um, Deej, what do you got? From, uh, for this game, I literally wrote ugly game. You know, like, like it's really all I got. It's an ugly game. I'd stay away because you really never know with two average teams. However, the Lions came back against the Falcons last week. I think they got lucky, even though I did tell everyone to take a money line. I don't think they get lucky twice in a row. I got Colts minus two and a half. I think an experienced veteran quarterback in Philip Rivers gets it done. I'm not saying they blow them out, but I say field goal. I think it's a one-position game. They win by a field goal, maybe a tutty, and uh, that covers the spread when you get it at two and a half. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I wrote down this game is absolutely disgusting because it is. I don't like either team. I don't like either game, this game at all. Uh, the Lions are coming off a win against the Falcons. I think Phil, I think Phil Rivers is done. I mean, he went to he went to Indianapolis, tried to get a new life over there, leaving San Diego, well, LA now. But I like the Lions money line. I think Matt Stafford's too good, coming off a win. Um, I think he slings it. Kenny Galladay's on the trade block. It looks like I know the Giants are calling for him. Mm-hmm. So I think he has a big game. Uh, the Lions are probably hoping for that big game too, so they get a lot of return if they do trade him. Um, so I like the Lions money line here. Um, our next game, I just want a lot. Uh, Vikings at Packers. Packers are giving six and a half, uh, and the over is 51. I have it at right now. Uh, so, Deej, uh, what do they for this game? Uh, I really like this game, too. It stands out uh, for one reason, really, because the Packers are such a high-scoring team themselves. I think they've hit the over in every single one of their games besides one or two. So, yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're a big over team. The high score team, I like them with the over versus a one and five Vikings team. Take them with the points minus six and a half. Um, uh, I think Aaron Rodgers stays elite in this game against the bad Vikings game. Yeah. Uh, Dev, uh, what do you like for this game? Yeah, I, I got Packers as well. I got Packers, uh, what is it, minus six and a half? Yeah, six and a half. I got them six and a half. I also got the over, uh, over 50 and a half. Uh, or you said 51. I know these lines are jumping all around this yeah, week. Yeah, they're all over the place right the now. Weather's all, all over the place. I, I don't know what's going on. There's a pandemic still. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm taking Packers. I'm taking over. Uh, Packers are 5-1 and one at home against the spread. So, I mean, it's tough to, to not take them. Yeah. Uh, also, the Vikings, fourth worst passing defense in the league. So, expect Aaron Rodgers to 
just throw all over him. Big okay. day for Devontae Adams tomorrow. I see him scoring. Maybe, maybe Devontae Adams sprinkle it in uh, first touchdown of the game. I don't hate that. You know, the Packers are a great first quarter team. I think they're the best in the league. In the quarter, so. Yeah, they were 14 nothing against Tampa Bay. Next yeah. thing you know, they blew it. But big first quarter team, big first half team. Maybe take them first half. I think it's minus four. T- take, right. them, take them first quarter. Take them first half. Take them for the game. Take Devontae Adams with touchdowns. Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk more more about this game later to give you guys a little hint. But Yep, yep. me as well. A little little hint over there. Um, I like the Packers. Uh Packers won more lock, and as I said earlier for last week, the uh, Texans 35-20. Like I said, Aaron Rodgers is going to go off through for four touchdowns. Uh, they played the Vikings in week one. They won 43-34, and the Vikings, they just had no answer for Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers in week one against the Vikings, 32 for 44, 364 yards, and four touchdowns. Devontae Adams in week one against the Vikings, I mean, this stat line is insane. 14 receptions. 156 yards and two touchdowns. And, I mean, even last week, what do you have? He had almost – he had like 170 yards, two touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers, four touchdowns. I think they stay hot. The Vikings are not a good team. Um, taking the Packers minus six and a half. Uh, like I said, like Dev said, talk about this game later. A little hint, hint. Um, next game on the slate, uh, Patriots at the Bills. Uh, Bills are given three and a half, and the over-under I have is 41 and a half. Um, I'll take this one first. Uh, Camden sucks. Playing simple, Camden stinks. He stinks. Uh, he st- I mean, he stinks. What did he threw? He threw for 98 yards last week. Uh, that was Dev's mortal lock, which I actually loved a lot. The Patriots, I, like you said, Bill Belichick, no way he's in three games in a row. Um, and you know, I was looking up against the spread previous stats for the Patriots, but all of it means shit. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything because there's no more Tom Brady. No more time. Tom Brady's not there anymore, so all previous against-the-spread stats don't mean anything. Uh, the Bills, on the other hand, are 6-0-1 against the spread in the last seven games in November. And Sunday, you know what day it is? November 1st. So the Bills are covering that spread. Give me the Bills minus three now. Wow. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm disagreeing. I'm disagreeing. Okay. Oh, I'm disagreeing. I hate this pick, by the way. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I'm taking the Pats. Taking the points, you might want to sprinkle in. You heard me, guys. You oh, Lord. Where is Franklin? Sprinkle in the money line. Patriots might win out right here on the road. The Bills look like shit. Yeah, the Pats look like shit. So do the Bills. Bills, would they did not score a touchdown against the Jets. J-E-P-S. Suck, suck, suck. They didn't score a touchdown. Six field goals. Give me the Pats. I think Belichick figures out a way somehow to come out with a W here or at least make it close. Four in a row for Belichick. Four losses in a row? No, I don't think so. Give me the pass, sprinkle in the money line. I love it, but I hate it, but I love it. These, what do you got over there? Yeah, Dev, kind of like you said, I kind of hate this game too. Um, The Bills with three and a half kind of just scares me. If you want to take the Bills, I'd buy a full point just to get that thing at two and a half because the Pats can play D. They just suck on offense. Suck. But the Bills look like shit on offense too. They were just out of sync versus an awful Jet team last week. Um, but with this over-under being so low at 41 and a half, I think Belichick gets his offense rolling. I think he's going to develop a new scheme for Cam. Um, and at 41 and a half, I think the Bills can end up getting their way, like get their offense going a little bit too. 41 and a half, I'd say just take the over. And uh, I think these offenses get it rolling a little bit. I mean, that's only a what? That's a, that's a six touchdown game altogether at 41 and a half. So 
I see Cam Newton rushing for maybe two touchdowns. You know, they, they change up his offense. He hasn't thrown the ball well, but he's still a grown man when he tries to run. So I see a little bit of Auburn Cam Newton coming out. And I like the over a lot in this game at 41. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, I, wonder the, I wonder what the weather's up there in Buffalo. It's, it's probably just atrocious. Man, so that's probably, why it's probably so low. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not too close to Buffalo, but not also too far. Not too far. So, I mean, you know, the weather over here is just crazy every day. It's snowing yeah. one day. It's cold it's the next. Cold it's next. It's, yeah. Yeah, but, you don't know. It's a game. Shit. Yeah, I mean, it's literally just a shit game. Uh, next game on the slate, we have the Raiders. I'm sorry, the Titans at Bengals. Uh, Titans are giving six and a half. Uh, I have the over-under at 53. Uh, so, Deej, uh, what do you have for this game? I really, really, really like this game. Titans coming off their first loss of the season last week against the Steelers, and they showed a lot of heart in that second half, coming all the way back against a good tight, uh, against a great Steelers team, honestly. And uh, I see Derrick Henry just mauling down this defense tomorrow. I think he goes for two touchdowns at least, two rushing, maybe one receiving. We see he can catch the ball running a little bit last week. I think they just go down the Bengals' throats all day. And um, I think Titans minus six and a half is a lock. There's a little hint. Uh, uh, Deb, what do you think for this, this matchup? Yeah, I'm going to agree with Deej on this one. It's really tough to take the Bengals here uh, after, you know, struggling to beat, beat the Browns in their defense. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Titans minus six and a half. Three of the five uh, starters on the O-line for the Bengals, they're actually out. So – their O line was already horrendous. Yeah, already. It's a high school football team. I feel bad for Burrow. I think he might he might die in, around the first or second quarter. He might collapse. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna take the Titans. I also like the over. The Titans just seem to always go over. I think Burrow finds a way to get some touchdowns in. Uh, Fifty and a half, I think. Uh, I see it on here at fifty three. It could could have changed completely. I see. I see it started at fifty four and a half. Uh, now I have 50 and a half. So yeah. I don't know what's going on with these lines, but I'm going to take the over. I think it's just a, a gun show. Uh, love Tannehill. Love Derek Henry. I think he rushes for two touchdowns today, uh, tomorrow. Love right. the Titans. Um, I'm going to agree with both of you. Uh, the Titans as well. Um, and the tough loss to the Steelers last week in a battle. You know, you guys both said they came back. Um, I actually love the over here. I love that as well. Uh, over is 4 0 1 in the Titans' last five games and 4 and 1 uh, for the Bengals in their last five home games. So I'm taking the over. And I think that the, I think the Titans are legit. Um, I think they played really well last week. So I'm taking the over and I'm taking the Titans by six and a half. Um, next game on the slate, we have Raiders at Browns. Browns are given three and a half. And I have the over under at 51. Uh, I'll start. We shit a lot on the back last week in our pod. Mm-hmm. Like, pun, yeah. pun intended there. I feel bad. We might have ruined them. But you know, towards ACL. Yeah. So, so prayers up to that guy. You know, yeah. Yeah. Never want to see anybody tell ACL. I still miss him in New York, honestly, Odell. Yeah. Miss you. Never want to see that. Um, second on the team in receptions. Second on the team in receiving yards. He has three touchdowns this year. Second on the team in that. Uh, all behind Jarvis Landry. Um, I think they're going to miss him a lot. I think missing Odell Beckham, whether he had a good year or not, just a playmaker, somebody for the defense to look at. Um, but I like the Raiders. So I'm taking the Raiders. Um, I think missing Odell is too much, even though he wasn't really doing too much, but he was he was in their offense. They schemed him um, in. They schemed him in, right. He was just a, somebody to look at, like I said, for their defense. 
So I like the Raiders. Um, big Josh Jacobs guy. I think Derek Carr finds way to get the job done. So I'm taking the Raiders uh, plus two and a half. Uh, Deed, what do you have? Uh, for me, this game's really a toss-up when it comes to that two and a half spread. I mean, you could go Raiders money line for that extra payout. But um, with these two teams playing one another, they always score a lot. I see this being like a 37-34 game. Either way, decided by one possession. That's why I really like the over at 51. Last time these two teams played, it was 45-42, to 42, I think, uh, when they played in Oakland, the Raiders won. Uh, that was back in 2018. So I really like the over again here at 51. I think it. I just like these offenses going up against each other's defenses. I think it's a good matchup. I think Darren Waller gets another touchdown again. Um, there's really no answer for him. I think this guy's yeah. proven himself to be a, what, like a top three tight end in this league, maybe going over Zach Ertz. And he's going to get in that category with uh, Kelsey and Kittle real soon. I think he's awesome. I agree. I, uh, I definitely like over 51. That's going to be my play for the day is just over 51. That's so you're going, you're going over. Yes, sir. You don't, you, you're going to toss up on the, on the pick though. I said, if you, I mean, if you want to take a team, right. A team with the better payout for the money line, right. which is on this side, it's going to be the Raiders thing. It's like okay. 140. Okay. I, I'm going to, I'm going to agree with Rob here. I'm going to go Raiders. And guess what, boys? Sprinkling, sprinkling in. Sprinkling the money line. I think the Raiders get it done on the road. I'm looking at the over-under. I like the over. I don't love it. And here's why. It opened at 55 and a half. Yep. He's 49 and a half right now. That's six points, fellas. Six points. Something's going on with that. So I looked into it. There's going to be 30-mile-an-hour winds in Cleveland. Yes. Now, I like it, and then here's why. I think Baker – Baker had a good game. Oh, really good. Actually, one of his best games ever last week. After a bad first quarter. That won't happen again for about another six, seven weeks. It's like me and Goff hitting the fairway off the drive. <laughs> it, it happens about one every ten holes, right? Oh, yeah. That's what's going to happen with Baker. He's he's going to shit the bed this game. He's missing Odell, right? Odell's a big factor. And don't sleep on Derek Carr. 13 touchdowns, two interceptions. He's playing good football. Raiders have a couple good wins, boys. Tough yeah. loss last week. I think they bounce back, and they get it done in Cleveland. Uh, next game we got, we have the Jets. <laughs> just, that's just I just laugh every time I hit the Jets. Uh, that's at Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are given 19 and a half. I have the over-under at 48 and a half. Uh, so, Dad, I'll get right back to you. Uh, what do you like for this game? Oh, you know, I, you, you really – you can't get rich betting on the Jets. You can't. You can't. So, I'm going to go Chiefs minus 19 and a half. J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck. Taking that. the Chiefs, I think they win like 44-0. How, how, how can you not take the, the Super Bowl champs against the worst team maybe of all time? So that's all I'm going to say about it. Just take the Chiefs. Don't really think too much of it. If yeah. you take the Jets, you're a brave man. Right. Yeah, you got balls. Um, I like the Chiefs as well. Um, I think 19 and a half is like a lot just for an NFL game. I mean – Granted, the Chiefs are football champions. I hate the Jets. They stink. Like Dev said, the JETS suck, suck, suck. But I think 19 and a half is a lot. Uh, I'm still taking the Chiefs, though. You can't, you can't ban the Jets. Um, and I don't trust the Jets enough to score any points to take this over. So I'm staying away from that. So I'm taking the Chiefs minus 19 and a half. Uh, Deed, what do you have? Yeah, like you, like you just said, you don't trust the Jets' offense to put up enough points to cover that over. That's why the unders for me is the play here at 48 and a half. 
I mean, Vegas knows how bad the Jets are in general. That's why they set this at 48 and a half. And I say if the Jets score, say, 10 points this game, that means there's going to have to be another 40 for this over to hit. And I just see a blowout here. That's not That would cover the spread for the Chiefs. So I think if they keep this game even a little bit within four possessions, it's still not going to go over. So I think the over at 48 and a half here is not the play. Go under. I usually don't do that, but I think it's just so high for a team that can't keep up with that offense. I'm going to agree with Deej real quick. I like the under boys. I think they went 44 nothing. the Chiefs. I like that. So coming into our last 1 o'clock game for Sunday, uh, we have the Chargers at the Broncos. Uh, Chargers are given three. Uh, over under is 44 and a half. Uh, Dev, what do you like for this game? Um, actually, the Rams are the last one o'clock game. I'm so sorry. Rams. No, you're good. No, you're good. The are the first four o'clock game. Yep. Yes. Rams at Dolphins. Rams are given three and a half. Yes, over sir. under 46. My apologies. Dev. Oh, good, brother. <laughs> um, I'm taking Rams minus three. Uh, here's why. Two is getting the start, right? I'm not on the Tua train until he proves to me that he could be an NFL quarterback. So I'm going to play that card here. I'm going to take every team he plays against until he proves to me that he's an NFL QB. Uh, My boys on that team, Fitzpatrick, that's my boy. They benched him. So Tua proved to me. I'm going to take the Rams minus three. They played great against the Bears. They could be a little exhausted. I don't know. I'm going to take the Rams. I think Aaron Donald, he might kill Tua uh, and Fitz. I think Fitz might come in uh, around the third or fourth quarter if two is not doing too well. So like that. Uh, these what do you have for this game? Yeah, Dev, just like you said, it is two a time in Miami. Yep. That's exactly that's really what it is. His first start of his entire career. You just don't know what to expect. No. Like, but I do think I think he plays well. But I, I don't think he plays well enough to finish the job against a really furious and hard to hard that's to block Rams line. I mean, Aaron Donald, I think he gets to him a bunch of times this game. Uh, you really don't see a lot of lefty starting quarterbacks in this league. Yeah. And I think uh, he might – I say he throws maybe two, three – two, two, three tutties. Maybe runs one, run past two. But uh, I think the Rams minus three and a half is still that play. They're going to get to him a lot. I see oh, I see a pick coming from Jalen Landry tonight, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really – I don't really agree with with Tua coming into this game. I mean, to his first game. This isn't the game for him to play. It's a tough game, but I'm looking forward to watching him play. I think he's going to bring some excitement to Miami, especially for the future coming. Absolutely. But this isn't his. This shouldn't be the game he starts first. Yeah, definitely a tough one. Let him play against the Jets. You guys play them twice a year. Yeah, play against the Jets. Seriously, that's how you, that's how you start the career game. Uh, I'm agreeing with both of you guys. Uh, I like the Rams. Tua's first start. I think the Rams defense is just too much for him in that uh, Dolphins offensive line. Even though secondary, Jalen Ramsey, I actually agree with these. I think Jalen Ramsey does get a pick. Uh, I think two is going to be all over the place. He's going to try to play out his brother, like his brother played last night for uh, Maryland. Yeah. I think he just tries to do too much on his first start. So I'm taking the Rams. I don't think it's, I think the three and a half line is too low. So I'm taking the Rams easily. Um, Next, four o'clock games. Now, Chargers Broncos. Uh, We have Chargers at Broncos. Uh, Chargers minus three, and the over-under is 44 and a half. Um, so I'll start. Denver's weather is not what you think. It's going to be 65 degrees and sunny tomorrow, uh, which is crazy because it's absolutely downpour of snow last week when the Chiefs were there. Nice. Um, so I'm thinking two young studs at quarterback, Herbert and Drew Locke, 
Um, the air show. Uh, Justin Herbert, you said that LA weather. Not going to be LA weather, but it's still going to be close with the 60 degrees on Sunday. And Drew Lock played like shit last week. Maybe where they scored three points against the Chiefs. Yeah, that's, a, that's was, a rough Chiefs game. I mean, rough, rough game coming out of a snow game, back into the sun. I think Drew Lock plays well. But I'm t- that's why I'm saying this. I'm taking the over. I think it's going to be an air show for over 44 and a half. And I'm taking the Chargers minus three. Um, so, Deed, what do you like? Yeah, you took the words like pretty much right out of my mouth. You, oh, we got we got two young QBs with oh. fucking swag, with oh, just yeah. straight up fucking swag and gunslinging gun arms. They aired out in the Mile High City. Denver, this game goes over. Chargers minus three. I think uh, Herbert is got more swag. Honestly, I think his swag oh, wins best. in this game. Herbert's yeah. got the drip. I think uh, Chargers find a way to bust it out this game. All right, that. Uh, Dev, what do you have? Oh, I might change my pick. Uh-oh. See, uh, I, I don't like this. A lot of games, I feel like we're all agreeing on the same team, same over. Yeah. Something's a little, a little fishy, but I'll start it off with this. Drew Locke fucking sucks. <laughs> he sucks, all right? He's not a stud. Absolutely not. He's got swag. But I'll tell you who's a stud, though. Herbert. Herbert is exactly what I'm going to do with Tua. I waited till Herbert proved to me that he is an NFL QB, and he definitely is. The guy's yeah. the real deal. Uh, I think he's way better than Drew Locke. I think the Chargers are better than the Broncos. Uh, Chargers roll in this one. Uh, also, Phil Lindsay's out for the Broncos. Um, yeah. I think it's time to tank if I'm the Broncos. They lose this one, just start tanking. Start tanking. So I take, I take the Chargers. I agree. Um, next four o'clock game, we have – the Saints in Chicago against the Bears. The Saints are giving four and a half. Over under I have is 43. Um, I like this game. Um, but, Deej, I'll let you start. Uh, what do you like here? All right, so what I got for this game is uh, the Bears' offense sucks. The Saints' D also sucks. So it's this game can honestly get really weird. It, it could get weird. Allen Robinson was doubtful, but he passed uh, his concussion protocol. So he's gonna be playing this game. That actually helped the Bears out a lot in this game. Uh, so what are you gonna? We're gonna have Lash, uh, Marshawn Lattimore on him. Yeah. Uh, he he honestly might be clamped up, but the the Saints D, regardless of that, sucks. I think uh, you take the better QB in this, and that's obviously Drew Brees. I think Chicago has a QB controversy going on because they don't know who to play when shit gets wrong, <laughs> and shit gets wrong often in that five and two Bears team. For somehow they're five and two. Oh yeah. Uh, Dad, what do you got here? Um, now this is tough for me because I'm a Saints fan. I'm going to take the Bears with the points. Um, I feel like everybody's going to be on the Saints here after the last showing from the Bears. I, I don't think the Bears win, so I'm not going to sprinkle in the money line at home. I, I, think the Saints, I, think, I think the Saints do win a close one. But I like the, I like the points with the Bears. I feel like everybody's on the Saints. Um, oh, first Saints game outside – Outside of Dome, by the way. Really? Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. scary. And, and it's, up, it's up in Chicago. So, That's I don't know about that. That definitely changed me a little bit because uh, first game out, uh, I don't know, boys. I, I'm going to take the Bears with the points. They're also 12-4 and four as a home underdog since 2016. Hmm. Uh, I'm just going to take the Bears with the points. Okay. I like that. the Saints win a close one. But. I like that. Um, actually, the other way, I like the Saints here. Um, they're five on one against the spread. Now that's six meaning for the Bears. I mean, Nick Foles, I just don't think he's consistent enough. I just think he's a playoff guy. 
Big Dick, I don't even care what they say about this guy. Big Dick, little Dick. I just don't think he's going to get the job done. Saints defense, not good, but I don't think it really matters. I don't think the Bears offense is even better. I think Bears offense stinks. Saints defense stinks. They all stink. Every All, all 22 guys in that field stink. This game's going to get weird. It's going to get gonna, weird. It, it's be weird. It might be ugly to watch. I totally agree. So that's why I'm taking the Saints uh, with the points, uh, minus four and a half. Um, next game, our last four o'clock game before we get into our Sunday night game. Love this game. Which might I add my Sunday night game is absolutely disgusting before we get into it. But uh, our last four o'clock game is the 49ers going to Seattle and the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks are giving three, and the over-under is 54. So that absolutely is- love this game, boys. Love hey, I'll, I'll let you start, big dog. Take it away, Wolfie. <clears throat> Here's the deal, right? Seahawks coming off a tragic loss in OT. Oh, right? yeah. That they probably should have won, okay? They lost themselves. Right? They're playing the 49ers, right? NFC West matchup. Yep. They always play close. These two teams always play close. We look back last year, the 49ers beat them to secure the division, right? Russell Wilson's still upset about that one. So he's coming out for a little revenge game, right? Yep. Russ is 8-1 and one at home against the Niners, though. They're coming off a t- tough loss. 49ers still have a bunch of injuries. Yep. Give me the Seahawks. I think they don't even win close. I think they win big. I'll get more to it later. I like the over as well, boys. Seahawks, D is a little bit of Swiss cheese. 49ers, ah, I think they score a bunch too. I'm taking the over. Like that. Like that. Um, I ask myself this question every Sunday. Are the 49ers good or are they bad? Every single Sunday. Same question, and I have the same answer every single time, and it's I have no idea. No clue. Because I have no idea. Are they good? Are they bad? I don't know. But I do know that they're 4-12-1 against the spread in the last 17 meetings, all right, against, against the Seahawks. They're 2-6-1 against the spread in the last nine. So, I mean, success there is not good in Seattle. Um, coming off a loss, like you said, good stat, by the way, against as the 49ers beat them last year, this is their division. I think Russ comes out with the MVP this year. I think this game shows why he's the MVP. In a big game, they need this win. I mean, they're five and one. They don't really need it, but it's gonna be a big comeback game. Love it, love it. Like you said, I think the Seahawks absolutely destroy the Niners. Love it. So a little hint for later. But Deej, what do you have in this game? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna ride with both of you guys on this. Uh, Seattle coming off like a honestly rough loss. They should have won that game. There's a few ways they lost it, pretty much on themselves. And I think Pete Carroll gets the team to correct those mistakes. You know, lighten up on the penalties, and uh, I think Seattle ends up beating them by at least 10. Uh, I don't like San Francisco as a team. They have a few bad losses this year, like to a terrible Philly team. They got smoked out the wazoo by the Dolphins. Uh, They turned it up last week, but like we said, the Patriots are a sorry-ass team as of late. And uh, I think they go back to their mediocre talent that they got. Like, Don't get me wrong. But they, they made the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. But this this isn't that same team. No. They don't have that that grit that I saw last year. Yeah. Seattle has it this year. They're trying to make a run at this NFC Championship. And I think Russ plays like an MVP again. And uh, Seattle minus three and a half. I, like I agree. All right. Now, this Sunday night game is disgusting. It's NFC East. I mean, it's NFC East. It's the Cowboys going to Philadelphia against the Eagles. Eagles are minus 10 and a half. The over-under is 43. I hate this game. I mean, this game does not deserve to be top five. 
It does not. They should have switched it with that Ravens-Steelers game. Yeah, no matter how you look at it, I mean, this game just stinks. I mean, I'll start. Ben DiNucci is starting for the Cowboys. I love saying his name. I saw him for everywhere. Ben DiNucci. But he's starting this week. Ben Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci. But after Andy Dalton got decapitated last week, I mean, that was absurd. He absolutely his head got taken off. I don't know if you guys saw that. He's dead. It was like Michael Myers just took. Oh yeah, head. I mean, it looked like Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger both killed him. Like they cut his, they cut his head off his neck. Incredible. But, I mean, they both stink. Like, like we said, twenty five thousand times. I, I think there's no way you take the Cowboys here. I said it last week. I think they're lost without Dak. They're going to be even more lost without Andy Dalton, who stinks. So Ben Ben Denucci does not get the do- the job done here. So I'm taking the Eagles uh, ten and a half. Uh, what do you have, Dev? Oh, this is a tough one, boys. Oh, yeah. This is a tough one. This is the way I'm looking at this game, right? Oh, it's Cowboys plus 10, right? Uh, yes. Plus 10 and a half. 10 and a half. All right. I'm looking at this game, and I look at last week's, right, for the Cowboys. They lost 25 to 3 against the Washington Football Club. You can't, you, you can't get worse than that, boys. You ever hit you ever hit rock bottom? Well, this is it for them. They hit rock bottom. You can't go past it. There's bedrock. You can't mine it. You can't go under it. I'm taking the Cowboys plus 10. Oh, I'm doing it. I'm taking Oh no, damn. And here's the main reason. They hit rock bottom. Guess what, boys? They're 0-7 against the spread this this year. 0-7. It's embarrassing. And guess what? Week eight for teams that have gone 0-7 to start. Six of the eight teams that have done that. They cover that next week. That's a good stat. Yeah. I'm taking the Cowboys. I'm taking them. I don't. I don't think they win, but I think they cover. Okay. I hate this game, but I hate it. The Rob Bottom. What's that movie with uh, the fishes? And they pull the thing down. It's like there's whale poop. There's this thing. There's this thing, and then there's even the bottom. What's the movie? It's like Shark Tale or something. Uh, Shark Tale. Ah, I don't know the movie, but it's like they pull the screen down. It's like there's whale poop. There's coral, and then there's you at the bottom. That's, 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 that's the Cowboys. That's the Cowboys. Yeah. But Deeds, uh, what do you like for this Sunday night game? Uh, for this Sunday night game, like, there's really nothing even very – I think this game shouldn't even be on at 8.30. That's, that's my main my main take of it is don't play this game at 8.30. It's just going to waste the viewers' time. I think the Steelers and the Ravens should be on at this time. They should have switched that. But uh, like Rob said, Ben Danoche. I, uh, ben Danoche. I think this game is so ugly. Uh, these two teams are both uh, trash, just like everyone in the NFC East. Uh, over under is 43 and a half and Alshon Jeffrey I saw is out. Yeah. Uh, I don't see, uh, what is it? Carson Wentz having a lot of options this week. Sure. I think Zach Ertz is going to be his main target. Yeah. And I don't see the over happening. I like the under 43 here. I think this is like an ugly 20 to 17 game, 20 to 13 game. Yeah, so I'm going to go under. And if that game's going to be scoring like that, you got to go with the underdog. Take covering that spread at that point. So I'm going to go Cowboys plus 10 and a half. NFC East rivalry game. I think the defenses show up. I like that. All right, guys. The moment you've all been waiting for, our mortal locks. Sound the alarms. Sound the alarms. Get them going. All right, boys. Our mortal locks. Deej, I will let you start. Uh, what do you got here? All right, so th- th- we got a few options here. Um, I'm going to start my favorite game of the week, minus six and a half, Titans at Bengals. I'm going to ride the Titans like a one-horse open sleigh, a kid opening Christmas gifts. I'm, that's how excited I am. Nothing, this game. Better. 
Titans coming off their first loss of the year. The Cincinnati with an off- team with an offensive line of a high school football team. I don't think they could block me. So that's why I'm going to take Titans as my lock of the day. That's like a max whale play. Take that for whatever you got, honestly. And uh, the next game that I love, like I talked about before, that over 44 Chargers Broncos, two young swaggy QBs, airing it out in a nice day in Denver. Love it. I think this game ends up in the 60s, like a 35-28 uh, game. So uh, those are my two mortal locks. I like that. Titans like minus that. six and a half, over 44 Chargers Broncos. All right, Dad, your mortal locks, what do you got? Yeah, so I got two as well. I think we all have two. We all have two. I got two as well. I'm going I'm to give you this first one to warm it up a little bit. We're going, we're going, uh, we're going Seahawks, boys. We're going Seahawks. Here's why. Love it. MVP Russell Wilson. I think he has the biggest dick in the NFL. Like, low key. No one knows. Oh, I mean, he took a – Absolute hammer. You, you, see it, you see it through football fans. An absolute hammer. He gets the job done. They win by two touchdowns, three, maybe – no, no, eight touchdowns. They win by eight <laughs> touchdowns. They win by 59. Final score, 75-14 Seahawks. Love it. They kill the 49ers. And that answers your question, Rob. The 49ers, they suck. Thank That's you. how we're going to figure it out. That's the answer I've been Huge. Huge, boys. Huge. Now, I'm going to say this real quick before the last more lock for me. I think I go perfect. I think I go perfect Sunday. I think I go a perfect 15 for 15, 16 for 16, whatever it is. I like every game. I don't think I could. I don't think I lose. But here's the, the next more to lock. It cannot lose. It's impossible. It's impossible. I'll give you a little hint. You got the mozzarella. You got the provolone, the rogata, right? The fresh oh, cheese, American cheese. Talk to me. Cheese. Oh, oh, you, you got the brazil? I'm a cheese head. I'm a cheese head. Go Packers go. Big time. In route. They win by a million. A a billion. They kill. They kill the Vikings just like they did in week one. The game might be canceled after the first quarter. Packers, (laughs) he huge. He can't lose. I love it. I love it. See, the problem is that my two mortal locks that cannot lose are the absolute same as Dev's. So you pretty much stole the words out of my mouth. That's it. The first game I'm taking, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Chris Carson's out, I believe. Don't but for me to be completely honest, it does not matter. It, it, does, Russell Wilson it, it does not matter. Russell Wilson's going to throw the ball to himself. He's going to throw four touchdowns, catch four touchdowns. I don't give a fuck. That guy's winning. Like Dev said, 75-14. Seahawks are absolutely destroying them. Destroying the 49ers. It's not going to be close. Next game. Packers, Aaron Rodgers, my moral lock last week. I'm taking him two weeks in a row. The Packers are absolutely going to kill them. They're killing the Vikings again. Like, kill in, like in week one, I predict a huge game, like I said last week, over 350 yards from Aaron Rodgers, four-plus touchdowns again. Devontae Adams, love Beavis pick for a touchdown of the game, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams has, I think, let me see my calculations, nine catches, 145 yards, two touchdowns. He's Double it. Oh, my God. 16 catches, 270 yards, four touchdowns. Let's go. Let's ride. Love Amora Locks. Lock those in. Let's get it right now. By the way, they can't lose. Just so anybody's listening, what we just said, they can't lose. It's impossible. They're not. Yeah, they're not. They can't. It's impossible. I actually talked to both teams beforehand, and uh, they said that they got it. Like, they're not losing. 
So they yeah. said we're riding with the BTV boys. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy, on the other hand, the Dallas coach. Oh god. He said he's got me too. Oh, I love it. Dallas covers. Better than Nochi. Better than Nochi. But uh, yeah, that's that's our episode, guys. Uh, yeah. We appreciate you guys listening. We love it. I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, we love it. We love giving you guys our picks. We love talking sports. So great episode two. Uh, Monday night, we'll give our picks on the Monday night game, which is the uh, Giants and Buccaneers. Just saw that Devonta Freeman is out for the Giants. So uh, this is going to be a rough choice for me for my Giants going up against a good Bucks yeah. team. But um, I really want to hear some feedback from the fans listening to this BTB episode number two. Uh, this is just, It's fun for us putting this stuff out there. And uh, I see a lot of great things coming back in the comments that we get from you guys. Yes. And uh, yeah, like let's ride. Honestly, yeah, we're 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 excited. We're doing this. Uh, hopefully, helping you guys out. You learn a few things. Maybe fade us. Maybe take our picks. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying it as much as we are. Uh, that's week two for us, right there. All right, guys. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. See you, boys. Let's go.